0: Host Deborah Richelieu and I'm joined by my husband
1: Rev Kev, who works full time for Deborah Richelieu. <laughs> and we are keeping it going. This is yes, week. This six. is
0: episode six. Episode six. Of, okay, we're doing
1: this thing. Yeah,
0: we're doing it. We're doing it every <laughs> week. Um, I told you guys every Friday at seven, we're dropping a new video and uploading it to the YouTube channel. So. Thank you everybody so much who has been following our um, YouTube channel Journey. It's been an honor and just such a blessing to see the comments, 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 comments. I love to see them Um, and the questions. And actually today's video was inspired by one of the comments I saw in our last video. So, we've been in this um, mini-series called The Honeymoon Phase. Yes. Just sharing some nuggets and personal experiences of what we learned um, in our first um, one to two, three years of marriage. And I'm just hoping this would enrich your conversations, enrich your relationships, and enrich your life. Especially if you find yourself in that season or getting ready for that season of life.
1: Yes. So, I actually have... Uh, comments and uh, feedback mm-hmm. ideas that came from different people. We we're gonna give some shout outs. But the first yes. person shout out. is um, Jay. I'm not shout out of, to Jay. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, so I don't wanna mess it up, right? <laughs> uh, but Jay says, um, What you guys said about finances would be great to talk about. He says, Did you guys consider when it comes to money, mm-hmm. um, this is my money, or do you guys see it as our money? In marriage regardless of who makes more it's a great thought so that's great do you thought. see it as your money our money or is it based off of who makes more mm-hmm. so that's what we're going to talk about first it's going to be super organic uh so you want to talk, talk share some thoughts first yeah sure
0: i think um jay thank you so much first of all for your comment on uh our youtube uh, mini series the honeymoon phase. Um, I think that's such a great uh, topic for couples to discuss, especially when you are coming into a long-term commitment. You know, if you have been making your money, you've been working, both of you have been working, um, both of you have your different accounts and you've been spending money a certain way. You've been living a certain way. Mm -hmm. So now that you are creating this life together, it is so important for you to start discussing how you view money. Um, How did you grow up seeing money and how do you want to move forward um, seeing your money? So um, for us, I can share, we decided early on, I think an engagement um, into our first year, we said, you know what, this is our money that we are putting together to um, impact our family. When she
1: says decide we didn't say our it was our money while we were engaged we we're saying when, no. we, when we're planning to be married right the mindset that we'll have with our finances because i do think that's a good thought to point out because i do believe that couples should exercise wisdom i don't think there's a perfect answer for this but exercise wisdom as to when is the proper time to start joining the accounts
0: right sometimes some couples
1: join too soon right like it's not official yet right. and that's a dangerous thing if it's not if you're not officially married you want to use wisdom to kind of know when will be the right time. You want to mm-hmm. seek counsel, maybe premarital, see what some of, the some of those who maybe are more seasoned in life can kind of advise you, as well as prayer if you are a Christian, um, to see when is the, the right time to make right. everything joined. Because the worst thing that can happen is you, you experience the benefits of marriage mm-hmm. and you haven't yet made the commitment. And right. I think that's a very, very important thing because just because you're engaged, does not mean you're married yet. Like that's he true. is not your husband yet. She's not your wife yet. That's so that's why I wanted to point that out. Um, not to nitpick, but it's part of you know detail oriented. Yes, see um, it. But uh, <laughs> so we decided, uh, as an engaged couple, when we got married, we would view it as, as our money. Right. So you keep going. Just wanted to. So to point it out. good.
0: I'm happy you pointed that out. The clarity was when we were engaged, we already started talking about how we want to join our accounts after we get married. Um, instead of leaving them separate. Prior to us getting married, we had two separate accounts. Right. After getting married, we joined our accounts.
1: Right, and I think the reason why that was important for us is we didn't want finances to be a, what you call it, like a, a source of disagreement or a, a way that um, we can, um, just a crack. So we figured right. for us, since the Bible says to become one, right? right? We figured the finances should be one as well. Now. Cause what could happen is if I have my own account, she has her own account, I could be doing my own thing. She could be doing her own thing. It becomes a source of conflict because hey, what you're doing, what you're doing over there that you feel like you can't tell me over here. Right. Um, we're gonna break that down a little bit more, but so we thought for us, it'd be for wise us. to make it one account so that we can be discussing that one account. And also for us, um, some of you may know this, but there's two Views of I might talk a lot on this one, but sorry, I just have a lot of stuff to say. <laughs> no, I want to This is this you. is Rich Couch. Deborah, I work for her. Remember, <laughs> but I'm going to talk. I might say a lot on this one, but uh, there's two prevalent thoughts that have to do with marriage. There's the egalitarian and the complementarian approach. So the egalitarian approach to marriage is saying the man, you know, is the head, the leader, right. and has to kind of dominate in a certain way. That there's things that are manly. That are that are attributed to what men should do in that egalitarian mindset, they'd probably per- pick, portray that the male should be the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right or wrong; i just giving you information. Mm-hmm. The complementarian approach is we is that we're um, approaching marriage as a we're both contributing um, based off of strengths and weaknesses, it's not about like who's over who. Now the Bible does talk about the man is the you know head of the home and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so that's not what this is about, but. The complementarian approach is, hey, the wife could be the breadwinner or the husband could be the breadwinner. Mm -hmm. The whole point is it's one team and however we can uh, get our goals, like we talked about last time, however it is that we can win, let's bring it together. And if you're the one leading in finances um, and I'm supporting, then that's the case. Or if the male is the one that's leading in finances, then that's fine. So those are two different views. You want to decide as a couple which approach are you wanting to uh, have in your marriage. Is it going to be more of an egalitarian approach where there's things that the male should definitely do? That's gonna be attributed with uh, general masculinity and what makes a man feel like a man, or do you want to approach it more from a, excuse me, a complementarian approach to where we're gonna attack attack this together? Yo, know, if you wanna you wanna be like I made a joke the other day. If you wanna be the one who drives, um, <laughs> uh, it don't mean I'm not a man. You know what I'm trying to say? So right. it just depends how you wanna approach it. Right. So uh, our marriage consists more on the complementarian side. Mm-hmm. We do have a lot of egalitarian things into it to where I do believe that the male is the is the head of the home and should be the leader of the home. Um, but leaders are not necessarily meant to be usurping or or, um, asserting power over their wives, but it's like provision and direction and just ensuring that I'm taking responsibility to ensure my home is being raised and um, developed in such a way that truly reflects the character of Christ and reflects principles um, that hold true to our values. So there is a, I do believe there's a key role that men are supposed to play, even in society, Um, but I don't think that that takes away from who women are because having a strong uh, uh, woman is important you know and i know there's feminism and all kinds of these things but that's not what this is about either mm-hmm. um but the point is is that um there are strengths that the husband and the wife brings to that the table and if the right. wife has the strength that the husband weakens, the husband is weakened it's no point of the husband trying to prove his strength if the wife is strong in that area and vice versa right. so uh, uh that's why that other part of your question um, jane pointed out is like uh who should be making the money and who's the breadwinner? Is it our money who, or is it who works harder? And I think because if we do come into it agreeing that uh, we're, we're, we're one and we're not gonna be trying to dominate the other person, we're here to serve one another, then it shouldn't be a, 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 her uh, my money, her money. My
0: money, his money. Yeah, it shouldn't you know. be that power yeah. struggle if I there's an understanding. Kind of like we shared in a previous um, video is, this is Team Ritual. so whatever we're going to do to help, Team Richelieu, when we're going to approach it in that fashion. So I like that you pointed out that we have more of a complimentary um, relationship and we both work, we both um, put um, money towards our account, towards the Richelieu account. um, And you know, we both contribute to bills. So that's how we approach it. And we're not saying this is the way to approach it. It, This is just our way. And this is the way that works for us
1: right right and just if you can uh put the money together we strongly advise it so you can be on the same page mm-hmm. um and maybe this is a little organic uh dave ramsey we're gonna bring him up a lot oh yeah talks about how each family should be having a family uh, monthly, monthly meeting budget a meeting. family meeting so mm-hmm. be, even if the, the husband or wife is strong in the finances it's still important for the family to come together to talk about their finances. Um, uh, Because now when you have that family meeting, you're also then, and whenever you have children, you can teach them, hey, mom and dad have this family meeting. What is it about? So that they can, in turn, have a family meeting with their future families and whatnot. So we do that. Mm -hmm. Actually, we do have a family meeting. We do. My wife hates it sometimes. (laughs) I sure do. (laughs) I love it. I
0: am not the financial expert. I am not the financial guru. Me neither. I'm not either. And I don't get excited talking about finances and planning that out. But that is something that, you know, do you get excited about talking about finances? I do, actually. Yeah, he gets excited about it. I do. It is something that uh, he looks forward to every month. Um, And some of my my single friend, Esther, uh, she said she wanted a shout out, so I'm going to give her a shout out. (laughs) She always laughs when I talk about, girl, I got to go to my monthly budget meeting. But anyway, um, sorry, I got to fix this hair. By the way, here by Josie, but anyway, um, Jesus, help me. so yes, um, so yes, we have a financial uh, monthly budget meeting right. that we both sit through and we talk about the finances that are up and coming um, projections, <laughs> and then we also talk about how we spent our finances the month prior. So. The whole point of it is communication, communication, communication. We share this in our communication video. I think it is so important to just be openly talking about your finances. And you know, statistics research shows finances is one of the number one, one of the top reasons why couples divorce. So I think it's another area where we can just be open, we can be honest. If you overspent, if you um, you know, have some money coming in somewhere just communicate share with your partner share with your um husband or wife about your finances it's so important it's so important that it can it has caused couples to split so if it's that important we should be discussing how we you know manage our finances absolutely whether you do it on a monthly basis some do it on a weekly basis somebody uh i was meeting with someone she said her husband checks the the account daily. I was like, whoa, Bird. daily, daily, daily. So, um, I don't think you check it daily. Right. No, I don't. I probably every
1: other day or every three days, but definitely like Deb says, the monthly helps. Yeah. Just to monthly realign. Meeting. Um. Help. And remember, it's Team Richelieu. So. Yeah. If one spouse makes twenty thousand dollars a month and the other spouse makes thirty thousand dollars a month, right? It's not. And when you're thinking about how much do we make as a family, it's not. I make twenty, she makes thirty. We make fifty. We period. make fifty. That's, That's what right. Is two is, right. Right. Keep the ego low and say, mm-hmm. Hey, look. It's not about who's better than the other person in terms of yeah. how the much they make. Yeah. But we both contribute. And we do. There. Are, and the Bible does say, if you don't work, you don't eat. So if you're Sad. very capable, you get the knowledge. <laughs> put that to, to work. You know. Yeah. And we don't want to advocate saying because we're saying one person makes more than the other that the other person shouldn't apply themselves to utilize uh the resource that's been given to them right. to maximize it as best as they can you want to jump on another one of the couple of things you want to go into what you got which one? sure
0: i think um the other thing that i was thinking of was financial goals i think you should discuss with good. Yeah. your fiance your wife to be husband to be um what are your financial goals um i think it's excellent conversation so you can know like do are they planning to save do they save for a vacation every year um are they you know are they involved in their company's 401k plan um is that something they're interested in are they how much debt do they have you know are they paying off their debt their debt um so i think that is such a huge thing to think about especially if you're already accustomed to a certain lifestyle um, you know, because if you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle, and it's another shout out to my friend uh, Esther, you know, she takes a trip to Europe every summer. You know, uh, c- the new hubby coming in, you know, can you uh sustain or elevate my lifestyle? That's something you should talk about. You know, don't just assume going into it that you your spouse-to-be. Or fiance is okay with uh, how you currently spend your money, and they may be okay with it. Not a problem. Um, We could take two or three trips to you know um, international countries per year, or maybe they may not be. Maybe they may be very conservative, or you know. So
1: you gotta talk about it. Pretty. You gotta talk
0: about it. You just have to communicate. This is how I do my finances. What are your financial goals? Are they aligned with mine? Do they challenge? My financial goals um, challenge me to be a bit more aggressive in my savings or paying off my debt. Or also, I want to discuss debt, just really quick. Um, us coming into our marriage, we both came. Uh, we we got we got married uh, a year after graduating college. So we both came in with fresh um financial debt from our undergraduate years and for us we were okay with that we knew our situation we were well aware of it but this is i think to complement the financial goal um we both had a goal to pay off our debt we were like you know what we we need to pay off our debt so we were both of like-minded in that area which is good because some people believe in paying off debt and some unfortunately don't um or some people are like yeah we could just drag it out for as long as we need to (laughs) whatever works for you but we were determined to pay off our debt and we had individually started that process Mm -hmm. and now that we came together we're like okay how can we help Um, pay off this debt. How can we get a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more serious about paying off our debt? So I think that's something again to discuss, communicate. We had um a great couple that we were connected to. He had paid off all his debt, like thousands of dollars, maybe thirty, forty thousand dollars of debt, prior to getting married, and they had to have they came to that crossroad. They had to have a serious conversation. Uh, Because she was coming into the marriage with debt. And he had just paid off everything. So, of course, they still end up getting married. Um, But again, that had to be part of the discussion. That Mm -hmm. had to be a part of the conversation. Okay, what do you have coming in? What do I have coming Mm -hmm. in as Mm -hmm. far as financial debt? And how are we going to tackle this together Mm -hmm. as a couple, as a team? So, I think that is something that you need to discuss. You know, a lot of... Uh, New grads these days are coming out with um, financial debt. Um, It could be credit card debt. It could be uh, school debt, maybe medical debt. I think it's whatever it is. You need to discuss it, be honest, and then come up with a game plan of how you're going to tackle it together as a family, as a unit, um, so you can eliminate that debt.
1: Right. All right. Um, I guess on that note, we'll continue giving Dave Ramsey a shout out sure um, Dave Ramsey. R- Dave Ramsey, um he he uh i'm gonna say that for later let me okay. go to this couple all right okay shout out to the augustans right yep. um yes. angel and delaney angel and delaney um, we love y'all they Woo. are the bomb.com got married last year in last march year. Yeah. so they're married for a, a year, year in april may june july august like five or six months or so mm-hmm. they're great but they had brought some thoughts because i asked some of them Hey, as a new, as a newlywed, what are some things you feel couples should know going into marriage having to do with finances or some things maybe you would have wanted to discuss more or maybe what's working for you or what's not working for you. So shout out to them. Um, and what's good about this actually is because it's some counsel for maybe those of you who could be married to a pastor. Mm. Oh, it yeah. it gets real cool. But all right, so um, there's something called clergy taxes. Oh, yes. right their taxes um, are different right because um, um uh they were mentioning okay what how does tax write-offs work um especially if someone's a clergy now why this is good is because it's very connected to those who may be married to someone who's self-employed oh, so uh okay. self-employed taxes clergy taxes gets very complicated very very complicated so number one i encourage um study uh how self-employed self-employment works mm-hmm. um you could look into a clergy tax accountant which i highly recommend yes <laughs> or a tax the tax person has to know how to manage someone who has uh their own like business or they're right. self-employed because mm-hmm. the tax are completely different so tax write-offs i don't know everything about it but we know a little bit about it tax write-offs <laughs> tax write-offs so typically the way the irs processes it is processes it um generally speaking is uh what does it take for your business to run so Mm -hmm. for self-employed so are there certain essentials are there is there equipment is there uh certain things that's needed for that business to up and run and be and be functional Mm -hmm. you can't just make up stuff and say i'm writing off my taxes the similar thing with the clergy taxes is what are the things as a as as a pastor that it takes to run ministry so the way that they do tax write-offs is the, the 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 irs will allow for people to write off taxes on things that have to do with their business or have to do um, for uh, in, the, in the ministry roles for their ministry. So for example, um, if my wife, she's launching a business, decides to buy a laptop that's specifically for the business, then that could be a tax write off because it's going towards the business. It gets more complicated, but the whole thing is integrity. You don't want to be like, yo, man, I'm writing off $100,000 and it's not really going towards like the actual like self-employment or towards the ministry. It's just for your own good. Mm-hmm. That's not the purpose of it. Right. Um, but the purpose of it is to say, look, being that your the, 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 the operations of your business mm-hmm. is a little different from just maybe working um, a nine to five, then how do we ensure that it's fair to say that these are being... Uh, Contributed towards the business, and you have the government backing you up to be able to say I'm gonna write this off of my taxes. The other thing that we learned with that is um, tax refunds. So growing up, I always looked at it like yo, I want to get a big refund check, right? (laughs) And that refund check, y'all know about that. But generally speaking, I'm not I'm not an expert in this. um, But you can look into TurboTax if you don't have complicated tax taxes. Um, But the thing about uh, tax refunds is that. In the beginning of the year, when you are working, they have you sign that, you might not a paper that no one ever knows how to sign properly. <laughs> like am I claiming one person, two people, but one year you had a whole bunch of tax money and the other year you didn't. But the whole idea is you're saying how much of your check do you want, um, how much taxes from your check do you want to be withheld? Mm. So when you get paid, how much of the taxes do you want to receive upfront or how much do you want to pay later? So the thing is, is that if you decide that you want, to, you want to receive, let me say it the other way. If you decide that you want to save those taxes to where you want to get that tax refund later, then your check will be less. So now when the taxpayer period is done, it's time for you to finish all your taxes, you get this refund because you decided, I want to allow the government to hold on to these funds for me that I've worked for, and now I'm going to receive it at the end of the tax period. The other way that we do it is you can decide, I want to get all of my money up front. But when you get all of your money up front, just know on the other end of it, you might not have a big tax refund. Right. So I've always misunderstood that. I'm not the expert here, so there's a whole bunch of research you can find on it. I, I, I looked at it as the lower my tax refund is, the, the worse I did with how I filled out the paperwork. But the idea is, depending on how you process it, you want to, a good goal is to get your tax refund to be $0. You want to have a good balance of how much money you're getting through um, the IRS on your on your on your pay on your paychecks and your in your salary, and not just maybe uh, uh, taking in too much. You want to try to get it to be zero. So if your tax refund is zero, it's good because you're balancing how much you're receiving, you know, at, through the taxes and how much is going to the government. It's not just a big, you know, uh, whatever the opposite of a deficit is, but it's not a big amount later, and it's not a big. Payment later, but people still owe taxes. We often still owe taxes, so you're not like a terrible person if you owe taxes. Not that we owe taxes now, but at the end of the tax pay period, we sometimes have a balance to pay. That's what I mean by owe taxes. But I do encourage you pay your taxes. <laughs> pay, your taxes pay your taxes, right? Um, Don't be like, like they right, on the rich now right, to pay taxes. Right, but just there's tons of resources on how to do tax write-offs and yeah. tax payoffs. And Some people, what they do is actually every month, they, they, they print out their bank statements and then at, and what they do is every transaction, label each transaction to say, what did these transactions go towards? Mm-hmm. So if this was going towards a business, I'm going to make that mark because there's something called tax audits. Y'all know that. Mm-hmm. So any moment, the government can decide to audit you to see if you've been properly uh, filling out your taxes. So if you didn't do it properly, you don't want to be in trouble with the government. But if you've been accounting for it properly, then you can ensure that you have a record to keep you know, that uh, safe. Uh, other thing that they brought up was investments um and buying your first home so uh we definitely encourage investments um because we don't want to just be working forever we want to have retirements right right? one mistake i made and i'll bring this up yep one mistake i made is i i opted out of social security thinking it was going to be a good thing (laughs) um but what we did as a replacement was the amount that actually when someone advised us with it which is good uh the amount um that goes to Social Security, I think it's 11% or 13%, you can still deduct that amount and put that towards retirement. Right. So you if you did do that, it's not too late for you, especially if you're self-employed or whatnot. Um, the, the idea is you wanna be saving towards retirement. My wife even, she was able to remove, uh, to ro- do rollover, did, she did a rollover IRA, uh, which by God's wisdom and some close friends of ours that helped us to do that, just to make sure that there is funds going into our retirement for the future. Right. We encourage that. We know that we can't control the future, but we wanna be wise to say that we wanna save, we wanna invest. Right. And the reason why there isn't retirement funds over just savings is the interest rate. So if you okay. just put money into savings, that interest rate is going to probably be like 0.0000 something. Mm-hmm. But retirement and mutual funds, these other things have a bigger interest rate that allows that money that you're saving to accumulate more over time. Right. Um, I think the other thing that I have here is... Oh, and I
0: will jump in here and say if your company matches your 401k, participate, okay? Because uh, I did not realize how much of a benefit that is to you. Um, so go ahead and make sure you participate in that.
1: Y'all yes, see yes, yes, how bored my wife is with also, this topic? Oh she yeah. Hates this topic. And She's
0: also, like, yeah, I don't hate it. It just <laughs> it doesn't do it for me. It's not mm. anyway. Um the if other you're enjoying
1: thing, this, <laughs> put something, keep it going, put it right in the yes, comments. Keep it going, keep it going. Keep it going if you To show my wife that it's a good topic. This
0: conversation. <laughs> but um I will say, going back to communicating about the finances. When um, he opted out of Social Security, I was like, wait, what? I didn't know that until we were talking to an advisor. Um, and so that came out um, very raw um, in the moment. So again, if you're going to opt out of certain things or if you're making adjustments to um, you know, different benefits that you're going to partake in or not partake in, please communicate with your spouse. That would be good for them to know all right absolutely
1: she's they they also want to talk about buying a first home
0: first home okay first time home buyers (laughs) we were so blessed to be first time home buyers in our 20s and i really encourage you to take a class there are so many classes so many cities offer it we did it online um and it's usually an eight hour course um to be a first time home buyer you learn about lenders, um, real estate agents, you learn about grants that certain cities offer. Um, Again, I'm not your financial expert or your guru, but um, do your research. There's so many different grants and opportunities. Um, Great organizations in South Florida specifically that do help with first time home buyers. Shout out to um, the Urban League. Uh, They offer a first time home buyer uh, course every month so there's so many different opportunities for you to learn learn as much as you can but be, be, before becoming a first-time home buyer because there is so much information and there's also misinformation and scams so you want to make sure you know your stuff before you make such a big decision together yeah that will be um affecting you affecting your credit um affecting your life um so very, very important. Make sure you take a first time home by class yep. so you can learn about all the different aspects and the roles and the key um, players as you look into becoming right. I'll a some I'll give homeowner. some stuff.
1: I know my wife don't want to talk about it, but I'll give you some, but I won't make it as long, so please don't be bored. She's bored. She's about to, She's kicking me <laughs> on. She's kicking me under the, the, the camera. Um, uh, pre-approval. I'm not going to go through the everything. It's just good stuff. Um, I encourage you, if you are in that place, you want to look into buying a home, there's nothing wrong with walking through the pre-approval process. Yeah. The pre-approval process is not the final approval. It just allows the bank to see all your expenses and all your assets to see what can you qualify for. What can
0: you qualify um,
1: for? As any other loan, just understand that whatever you can qualify for, they usually will um, will uh, quote you at something at the max. And you don't mm-hmm. want to go with the max amount. So if you qualify for 200000 or 300000 or 400000 you don't want to buy a house of 400000 or 300000 or 200000 right? I think, I forget what the, the amount is. You could Google, actually, and look up uh, the amount that they recommend uh, from the percentage from your um, finances that should be going toward a mortgage. You could Google that. But a pre-approval is super important. You want to see how much you qualify for before you start getting deep. One of the things my wife does, she's a dreamer. She starts looking at all these houses, and we don't even know what we can qualify for. So it's like, bro, not that I want to kill your dreams. But we don't know yet because the pre-approval process helps you to kind of do that now. Other thing, one of our um, loan officers told us, which was very, very wise. Mm-hmm. You want to first, you want to shop for your mortgage first.
0: Oh yes, that was. Shop for your that mortgage
1: is... before you shop for your house. That's you want to know at the end of the day what you could afford, that is so and that's true. super important. And one of the things that we did is when we looked at our budget, mm-hmm. we didn't go and say what's the maximum amount that we could afford. We started at the minimum to say okay, like we don't gotta go and say yo, we whatever the most, the best, everything, but what's comfortable for us. The event never so gets married what's yeah. in the event one of us lose a job like what's comfortable for us and then work our way up because the next thing that you want to understand you can google it, as ever said is property taxes property taxes Ooh, property taxes property taxes,
0: those you, property can find, taxes. you can
1: find you could find a house that has a great uh principle and interest but the ah. property taxes could be out of the roof google property taxes for the yes. different city limits that you want to move into because you want to see that Can I afford, some property taxes could be like $10,000 a year and that's Mm. not your principal or interest. So just make sure you do research on property taxes. And like I said, budget, budget, budget. There's so much more, like Deb said, you can look it up. But that's just to say the least. Now, I want to give a shout out to the Ulysses. Yes. The Ulysses, Woo-hoo. Reggie and Sophie, Reggie so right? Sweet. They're about married now for July, August, like a and year and two or a three year, months. Over a year, yeah. Um, and their advice is, I think the beginning, it is important to discuss all streams of income yes. and what each person is currently uh, uh, financially responsible for, which is good. That is so I also good. think uh, they say it's important for each person to discuss how do they like to budget and start budgeting together. As yes. soon as possible, which they said we discussed. Mm-hmm. I remember we talked about the importance of budgeting, setting time to do it. So setting time to yes. budget, and then one it says thing uh, uh, one thing maybe giving couples a sample budget sheet tool. So oh, yes. if you guys know of any budget sheet tools, throw it in the comments. Yeah, things yes. that may be yes. working for you. So that's good advice from the Ulysses. And thank that you guys for that. Shirt. Super good. You want to talk about one the, the next one?
0: And then um, I was going to share. Yeah, go ahead and
1: the Josephs. Shout out to the Josephs. Lewis's. Oh, Lewis's. Oh, <laughs> she wanted to be a Joseph, you remember? The Lewis's. Uh, Josu Lewis. Right? Right, the Lewis's. Yes, Josue Lewis, Lewis and Jessica Lewis. I know she wanted to keep that last name, but let that last name go. Let it go, let it go. Oh. Um, but they are about to be married for a year, yes. so their anniversary is popping up. Yep. Give a shout out exactly. to the Lewises. Throw in Ooh-hoo. the comments. Shout out Lewises. Shout
0: out to Jessica.
1: Um, so they said uh, they're very transparent. We're still learning, but one thing that they would say is learning to budget as a couple and not just for one. Yeah. Right. For example, going out yes. to eat as a single person versus going out to eat together. Ooh. That is
0: so true. Let me tell you, some restaurants that <laughs> you would just splurge on yourself and then. You know you see the bill when it's the both of you, and you're like, "Wait, how much is this?" It's true <laughs> that's true. You really have to rethink yep, you know, um when we were very strict when we first started um our Dave's Ramsey journey, <laughs> um we would just share a plate or sometimes you just have to say no sometimes or have one to of say you go no to eating out or just one of you go to that event or whatever you know that that um that event would be right, right, and that you know you would be spending money. You're spending double the money whenever the both of you say right, yes, right? So that is a really good point, and Remember, we learned right. that quickly because we are social. I'm more of the social butterfly, but you know, we are social. We're in we're new in ministry. We're like, Yeah, you someone tell us you want to go out to you, of course, you want to go. That yeah, let's go, let's right. go keep piling and it's up not, it's not a single bill and it's not
1: a single bill it's a couple bills
0: you get you know dessert i get dessert you getting entree and you know appetizer and it just it adds up and for some people they may look at this and laugh and be like that doesn't apply to me but the people that i know um is definitely something that you know to consider to to talk about because all these things you know add up now that there's two of you right you know your money
1: pretty much everything times two when you eat out
0: everything times two
1: all right I think here now is just some practical stuff before we wrap out here Um, uh, just some resources Um, so some resources here uh, mint.com you could use that mint.com. Yep, mint.com another one is every dollar every dollar is good as every well dollar. um and or an old school excel <laughs> you could use that excel oh, is good. this is your excel guy
0: right and I here love, i
1: love excel <laughs> i do or you could google sheets um, but what I was mentioning earlier that I will bring up later is David Ramsey. He talks about uh, baby steps. Thank God that we did do the Financial yes. Peace University. Yes. We encourage couples to do the Financial, financial Peace University. Or university. That was so helpful. For um, me. Baby steps. I, I have a brief have them briefly here. He says uh, first he encourages every family to save a thousand dollars or single. Mm-hmm. Um, save a thousand dollars just to get started, just to have mm-hmm. something saved for then the emergency fund. Yep, to get the emergency yep. fund emergency started fund. with a thousand. Right, it
0: comes in handy. Make sure you have an emergency fund. We have experienced emergencies. It helps. Yep. Knowing that AC goes out, AC the car, went the out alternator, AC the car went battery. out twice. AC went out twice. Car battery went out. Um, so emergencies will happen. So instead of freaking out or getting stressed out, make sure you have an emergency Uh, plans set to the side. Some emergency dollars.
1: Then he talks about after saving a thousand, go jump on the debt snowball where you start paying your debt the smallest to the to the greatest. So you start building momentum.
0: Kevin had fun with that.
1: Yeah, actually, it's just when the loans get real big like, yeah. Geez, the small know, ones know.
0: are like oh this is fun it's like a game, Knock it's like a video game. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah then
1: he says uh, a fully funded emergency fund which is having three to six months to of six all your expenses mm-hmm. then he says invest 15 percent of your income into retirement mm-hmm. um save for children's college fund pay off your home early and build wealth and give that's what the dave ramsey baby steps was all over the which is all over the internet you can check it out right. um, a few things also like we said we do the monthly family meeting excel we do use every dollar you know one thing that was good for us is the cash card ooh the god thank you for card. the cash card that's from the from cash app yeah and it's free from
0: cash app so what happens is you know everyone has a cash app, app on their phone which i love cash app um but you can also do this because part of Dave Ramsey's plan is instead of just spending your money frivol- 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 frivolously. frivolously. I don't know how to say that word. Yes, you do. Um, but I like that word. Frivolously. Yep, you got it. There we go. Um, plan to have a certain amount towards spending money. I love spending money. By the way, if you haven't guessed already, <laughs> this is the saver, this is the spender, or um, Financial Peace says this is the free spirit, this is the nerd. Um, but I have my nerdy moments too. You do. But yeah. anyway, so with the Cash App card, which you can order for free, you can send what well, what you can do is say, okay, you're going to have this amount for spending. You're going to have this amount for spending and you send it to the Cash App card. And it's similar if you've done the envelope um process, it's similar to the envelope process, but obviously with a card. Um, According to Financial Peace, all the money, you know, um, that you're going to spend that month, they usually put it in envelopes, like eating out envelopes, grocery shopping envelopes, Mm -hmm. gas money envelope, um, spending money envelope. But instead of walking around with so many envelopes, we're just like, let's try the cash app card. And that was such a cool idea for us Mm -hmm. um, because I would get a message, ding! And I'm like, oh, I got my spending money for the month. Right, (laughs) right, right, right.
1: right. Like Deb says, so you can use the cash card if you want as a certain types of uh, expenses that you want to spend on, whether spending on groceries. So once it runs out, it's gone. Once, um, it,
0: once it's gone, it's gone. That's another the saddest thing, part. When it's gone, it's gone.
1: Another thing that we're actually working on is a meal plan service.
0: Yes. Um, so yes. there's
1: HelloFresh. There's Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Um, I heard about another Deliver-Lean. one. Deliverlean. Mm-hmm. Right. Deliver-Lean. So we're actually trying to see... I'm trying to see if I got the other name. I don't got the other name. And
0: right those now. services are for if you're really busy, maybe you're a new parents, or you're just two working people like us, and you're always running in and out of your house and you don't want to oh i don't know what happened to lighting um and you don't want to (laughs) you know be late up at midnight trying to cook um for the whole week for your family every
1: plate it's called every plate. every plate yes so these are
0: just different services that you can put that in your budget and say you know what we're going to invest right. into to a, a meal delivery right.
1: service right and then we also are in the process of working towards life insurance yes super important i know yes. we don't got time to go into everything we don't have time um, to go into we everything. do to hide it's a value of ours we do and time we do tie so it we, it we it off give to our church we tie, up the yes, gross. We tie it it off the gross and that's a whole other conversation that's
0: a whole nother conversation for another video but i know i gave a lot of this <laughs> stuff so my wife's
1: probably gonna kick me off the next episode uh, she's like yo you, you ain't doing your giant stay in your lane but no
0: it's okay yeah it's okay. but anyway, that's pretty
1: much a lot of stuff there's still other resources you can look yes. into um but the whole key is what that remember that dude told us at southeastern Where you want to be financially equally yoked Ooh. remember that because you don't want to be financially unequally yoked with somebody somebody's yes. like yo good. I do your finances because we're gonna be yoked together that's and if good, we don't have the though. same mindset or willing to have the same mindset or be willing to humble ourselves and compromise i think that's the key could be Just be a mess
0: as long as you are financially equally yoked you have financial goals you discuss your financial goals You know, you have plans for home ownership, plans to cover your debt or pay off your debt, um, plans to improve your credit or to keep your good credit, you know, um, in our case. So I think it's just important to just communicate what are the financial goals, what are the financial plans, and how are we going to, you know, um, be financially yoked in this new relationship. So I think that is everything <laughs> in a nutshell. We kind of like cramped it on, but thank you again to Jay who started, who, who helped us kick off this conversation and how we, right. you know, discuss our finances. And just before
1: we go, definitely RIP to Chadwick Boseman, yes. the Black Panther, yes. Um, yes. definitely yes. was sad. And we, we, we just thank God for his legacy, the many lives that were impacted. Yes. Um, and we just pray his legacy continues. Um, and that we continue to hear how he lived his life to see yes. what we can learn from him, um, even while we're um, still here. So Absolutely. definitely RMP to uh, Chadwick Boseman. Right? Yeah, that was, that was really hard.
0: Shout out to um, Chadwick Boseman's precious family and the loss of a legend, a hero in real life, not only on screen, but one thing about his life that really um, touched me is learning that he had dealt with um, colon cancer for the past four years. And, um, and really, I, no one knew about this. The right. public didn't know until the day of his death. So um, I think it's just a reminder for us to live our life with purpose um, and intentionality with the, the time that we all have left.
1: Absolutely. Yep.
0: What forever?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um thank everybody for Yes, thank you on the all. We so we want to help much. people enrich their conversations. Yes,
0: we want to help you enrich your conversations, enrich your enrich relationships, relationships and, and enrich, enrich your, your life. life. So don't forget to comment, like, subscribe and share with Family members and friends, thank you for so many who've already told us you're sharing with um, different people, either at at work or at your church or in your family or with your spouse. And I'm just so excited to hear that these videos are encouraging rich conversations. So keep it up. See y'all later.